When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Right then, welcome back to another episode of McCola and Housen. What are you doing here? McCola. You're McCola? Yep. He's uh, not you. He's different. Very Shorter. similar. Shorter than me. Shorter hair than me. But Because we, we can't find him. Right. We've lost him. So... We thought, improve him. You know what I mean? Alright, don't know where Mac is. So, um, Joe's doing it. Joe's doing it instead. How are you? First of all, how are you? Because you don't, I watched the show back before. You never really ask how each other is. How are you doing? Do you really want to know the answer to that? Or are you doing the Give me the sort of, give me the surface level you're at the dentist. How are you? How are you, how are you doing, Stephen? Yeah, fine. Right, now when Good. someone asks you, how are you? Yeah. Right? Depending on who it is. If it's yours, Psychiatrist, you're supposed to give a fuller answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ricardo Fuller. Anybody else, do not burden them with your no. bullshit. You're not supposed to go, right, let's role play again. Do it again. Oh, how are you doing, Steve? You're right. Well, I've, I haven't had a hard shit in six months. Like. When you say hard, do you mean difficult or no, solidity? Sorry. Like, yeah. So, too much info, yeah. right? You're not supposed to, like, you know, sometimes my, 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 my big toe, my right foot goes numb. Mm. I mean, missus don't text me back anymore. Yeah, like, no one cares. No. Shut up. Did you, I used to work in, I'm sure you had it in bars. When you work in a coffee shop, sometimes you, oh, how are you doing, mate? You're right. Oh, not really, no. Don't know you, mate. No. <laughs> and they're like, sit, can I drink this in? They're sitting right next to you and they're just talking to you for 40 minutes telling you about how the mum's like, didn't get my birthday present and they're all upset. It's fun, isn't it? I mean, that was way lighter than it could have been. Yeah, well, but I didn't yeah. want to go too no, deep. That's fine. People, when they're literally telling you about illnesses and someone's dying and this, oh, he's on his last legs, but we can't visit him. I'm terrible for that because I don't care. No, I don't care. It's hard to care, Yeah, isn't it? And especially when I was working in a bar, I was, I was 18. I was literally mm. just 18 and I was working in a bar in the city centre. Just trying to get on his birds, man. That's what I'm here for. Excuse me, mate. You and your problems, can you go to the back yeah, of the bar, just please? Just fucking stand at that end. Go over that get way. served by him because I'm trying to... I, I tell you what. My mate come up um, once. Remember Smirnoff Ice? Are they still oh, a thing? I think they are still a thing. A few of them have fallen by the wayside. But yeah. The Alcapop phase was very early 2000s, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. My mate comes up. Oh, so um, comes up and he goes, uh, can I get two Smirnoff Ice? So I give him four and I charge him like a fiver. Mm. Which what at the time, that was like your two for ones. Mm. Um, and someone went, oh, is it happy hour? And I went, no. And the people go like, <laughs> and the people are like, well, you've served him though. Yeah, no, I did. Go yeah, away. I was there when I did it. Yeah, it doesn't make him people like that. Like, everything has to be fair. Yeah. You're like, well, no, because I know him and I like him. So, unfortunately for you, <laughs> to get a mate advice. in another bar. Fiver. Yeah. What? 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 Just, uh, t- yeah, I know he did, because yeah. I like him. Yeah, I don't like you, really. I was there when I put it in, and I saw myself put it in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, 
That's the thing working in bars, isn't it? Yeah. You're sort of got a very low-powered king. Yeah. I also, um, I worked at, um, if you're ever interested, it was Wave on Portland Street, which is a fucking shit hole. Oh, the one that's in like the hotel? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've wanted to, I'm not joking, see, I walked past there and I've always wanted to go in. There's like three right. in a row next to each other, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, Joe's great. It looks exactly the same as it did in the year yeah, 2002. It's got that, it ain't had any update no, whatsoever. Like brass handles and like uh, really old brass. red carpet. They were silver. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's just rubbed that's off. That's just rubbed like off. Cheap yeah. earrings. So uh, it had like a, a, a deep red kind of paint yeah. and it had like blue neons and a little bit of frosted glass sort of stuff. In 2002, mm, had mm. a fucking mm going on about it. It ain't been painted since, no. I'm certain, because I walk past it sometimes going down Portland Street yeah, and yeah. I always have a bit of a glance in and like that place needs a deep cleanse because yeah. it looks exactly the same as it did 18 fucking years ago. That's <laughs> so disgusting. It's an Italian I, restaurant next door, isn't it? Was, it? Uh, I don't know if, it's, if it was then, but it is now. I think it is. Oh, yeah, because there was, there was Bar Rock, I think, mm. but then someone discovered that there was another Bar Rock in town, so they changed the queue like that and it became Bar Rogue. <laughs> hey, that's, that's still there. Bar Rogue's still there. That's on the corner. Yeah. So then there was a, a thingy in the middle. But I'll tell you what, the back end of the, because it's under the Britannia Hotel mm. in town, is a fucking dump. What, where they it's put disgusting. No, just like the, the, like the staff stairs uh. and all that. Because you think it probably was a very expensive hotel when it was built. Mm. Fucking All minging. those hotels were, they're so big, so they must cost like literally millions to do all. Oh, Because there's like 170 rooms in a giant yeah. old, probably grade two. Would you make it out of? Spestos. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Spestos. So you have to do 700 million quid's worth of renovations in Keep the economy going. Years. What are you on about, you dickheads? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I used to work in there. And uh, uh, George, should we go in there next week? Just, oh, I'd go in. Just go and see. Just right. I forgot my story that I was trying to say. So I, I used to eat, uh, do you want a barbecue mini cheddars? <laughs> No. I, I, used to like, I used to like a barbecue mini cheddar. I've right? had them. I've had the bacon ones. We bacon. had like four or five boxes of them, right? Mm. We went through. <laughs> I went through all of those boxes on my own. We didn't sell. I, I worked there for about seven months, right? Mm. We didn't sell one packet of barbecue <laughs> mini cheddars. And uh, they come to do a stock take, and it was like, there's five boxes of mini cheddars missing. You're like, ah. Says who? <laughs> who counted them in? Five boxes. Seen, I ain't seen nothing. I ain't in that many. <laughs> you have. I like yeah, it when you get the. My dad got one of these. Do you know where you get like the pork scratchings on the on the, the sleeve on the wall, like a fucking meaty Christmas like advent calendar. I, I want one of them in my house. Just walls full of them. Just pulling them off the walls at all times. Only in wall snacks. Have you ever had the cheese moment? Cheese moment. You know that was the like the yeah, ba see, bacon fry is a top tier yeah. pub crisp. Yeah, really top good. tier. Uh, I do remember seeing the cheese moment. The, the scampi ones was quite popular, weren't they? Scampi never tried them. Bacon fries, scampi fries. It makes me want to run cup. They smell like all <laughs> sorts of genitals. Like both. Any, any gender you want. Just mashed just together. Put it in a thing and make it crispy. <laughs> but then the cheese moment is a little parcel with like a soft cheese core. And I've never been able to get my hands on one. Do you know why? Because that shit was probably going off left, right and centre. Yeah. Or like just one of those things that's so full of preservatives and stuff to keep it like that, that there's no way it's legal in the EU. Yeah. That's what we get from Brexit. Yeah. Cheese moments with real cheese back in them. Yeah, and pork scratchings with hair on. It's worth it. <laughs> uh, right, anyway, that's everyone that was fucking here for the football fucked off. Oh, yeah. So, um, what's happening? Right, I know you got well, a lot of questions, so hot. let's read your fucking questions. Open my car, no, more like. Romano's uh, come out, James Cooper's come out. He yeah, said it's not happening. That's quite... Um, what was I was going to say equivocal. That really won't make sense, does it? Unequivocal. Unequivocal. Yeah. Mm. That, as in... 
it's bang done. Yeah. Sorted. I guess so. It, I've been texting him today, by the way. Who? Fabrizio. Show off what you're texting him about. Um, you ever had barbecue mini cheddars, Fab? I was planning on heading over with um, with a friend of mine, um, heading over to um, Milan. Why does that make it sound like a lover when you say that? It's not a lover. It's not. Okay. Um, with a friend of mine heading over to Milan for the weekend. Yeah. But to go and hang out with a journalist. You and the boys. Um, so we, we were planning on going over, but uh, no fans are allowed in games. And, well, that's the reason to go, really. So mm. That would ruin it, wouldn't it? Park that does does your friend know Fabrizio? Hmm. Oh, that's cool then. There's your little. That'd be ace, wouldn't it? Yeah, there's no way. Do you know, like. Oh, some... yeah, he's not just going to meet me. He's no. 97% because he's going. Mm. And 3% because I'm going to tag along. <laughs> you know, those people who are like, oh, you're always on your phone, you. There can't be anyone worse in the world than Fabrizio Romano. I'm going to find He's got to be like one of those. It's going to be like going to dinner with Jaden. Yeah. You know, those blokes <laughs> who, who've, who've got like 16 phones doing like Pokemon Go all at once on a bike? He's got to be like that. And he's got to have one of those little plug-in chargers because he literally is on that phone. To be fair, when I'm in when I'm in foreign climes, um, mm. I'm never without one of those plug-in chargers. Yeah, but it's not foreign climes for him, is it? That's what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> that'd be so good though, if you got to go there. <laughs> go to it. Do you know who supports? They're watching AC Milan game or something. Is the um, Sanzio shut down it? now? I don't know what the crack is. No. I hope not. I hope I've not missed it, but I have a suspicion it might be. Mm. I thought last season. I know, the season I know they announced the new uh, building of the stadium, which looks sensational. Yeah, by it the does. Way. Um, but yeah, I was a bit gutted that I might not be getting a chance to go and watch a game in the San Siro. It's bonk, isn't it, that the, the current theme is Anfield maybe is one where they're, they're looking to redo it, but generally speaking, it is get Fuck. yourself a new stadium, isn't Fuck it? Fuck it off. Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen with Old Trafford. No, I'll be devoured. I, I like the fact that Duncan Edwards was on that side. Yeah, and especially because it worries me even more the fact that they are letting it go a bit stingy and needs a lick of paint. And, it, and could, a bit of a catcher. Yeah, it's a, it's all just gone a bit... It just feels a bit 90s, doesn't it, now, Old Trafford? So you, you think, well, it's, it would cost more to repair... Like, I hope they don't give pull that sort of I, shit I don't. Us. I don't know how that's a thing. It'll cost more to fucking... Um, to, to repair it than build a new stadium because yeah. you think United have to go to the same level that Spurs went to and that mm. cost a billion we would have to we would have to have the best we'd have to make the biggest stadium in the country I think if we ba- built a new stadium it would, be, it would be bigger than Wembley no the, the conversation starts at over 100 yeah that's it it starts there mm. you could even make a case for 115, 120 for United mm. and, if you, and if you did that you could create safe standing sections mm. um Behind both goals, banging, yeah, absolutely rocking. Even away fans safe standing with the goal. Yeah, ring fence. It would because it improves the atmosphere. Yeah. Ring fence, um, under twenty one season tickets or match tickets make them mm. horrifically cheap. Yeah, where yeah. people go, it wasn't that cheap in the eighties, yeah. and you like, go, yeah, or ninety no, quid for a season ticket. We're fucking having it. Yeah, uh, and that's how you you guarantee the younger generation getting in because there was a study done uh, probably four or five years ago because mm. it was the twenty. No, it was it was. 22 years after the Premier League started, so it would have been 2015 or 2016, um, and it was basically the average age of the season ticket holder at Manchester United had basically, in 22 years, increased 20 years. So it's essentially... It's the same people. Essentially. There's obviously exceptions. Yeah. Essentially, it's the same crowd. That's, and you're not getting a younger crowd. It's not there. surprising, though, is it? Because p- the people with the most disposable income are... Forty-five to sixty. Like you've, you've you've had your kids, you've got a house. You've been, like 
I couldn't afford but a season ticket. No, but your match going experience is supposedly to build, mm. like you and your mates. Yeah, you know, exactly. Well, yeah. Young 20s. Yeah, I'm not saying it should be that way, but like you can see how that's happened when it's 700 quid that's, for a season. That's ticket. a consequence of the the higher cost of season tickets. But yeah. like I said, you make it like a 90 quid, 75 quid. Yeah. Six, seven, eight, ten pound a game, even mm. ten pound a game. What that be? Hundred and ninety quid. Fucking mm. hell! You would think that would be yeah, just twenty-one and under. Yeah, and just have them having it. Yeah, that'd be so good. Absolutely having it behind the goal, and you'd create a better atmosphere, yeah. which would make it more enjoyable for everybody else in the mm-hmm. stadium. No, because no, not everyone has to get off the fucking head and sing. Like my granddad's not fucking doing and fucking getting the mix of no. a scarf around his head. He's not doing that. No, um, but he's still got the right to go and fucking watch and support his team in the flesh. Um, but I think there should be a place that accommodates everyone. You know, if the disabled fans need a well thought out place, not right behind the fucking goal in the splash zone of all the missed shots, which and is also fucking stupid. Underneath the away fans, yeah, where they're throwing flares <clears throat> on them. Yeah. Well done, lads. Yeah. Um, but you know, they need somewhere that's safe that affords them a good view because you know, I, sp- I speak to Alex and they said like they put him pitch side uh, um, on the bottom row. Mm. Well. For those of you who don't know, Old Trafford's pitch is fucking way higher up yeah. than the bottom row and cambered. So he can't see the you other side of the fucking say. pitch. My seat used to be on row PP in East Lower, K stand lower, PP. right? PP. Um, which is about um, one step down from the bottom row of mm. uh, entrances that you can see on the telly yeah, yeah. on the bottom row, right? When the game was being played at the Stratford end, quite often we go and watch it on the telly inside. Mm. Yeah, that's not right, is it? I've only I've never had a season ticket, but I've sat on the south stand, like third row back, and it, like I said, if it's in the other corner, yeah. you can't see who's on the ball. You can't see the ball. It's no, it's and ridiculous. I'm stood up. Yeah. I'm stood up, and I'm probably fucking fifteen rows further back than mm. where, like, say, Alex would be sat. Mm. Putting them on that row there, it was an absolutely ridiculous decision. But you know, everybody in the stadium, you know, from the young fucking dickheads mm. trying to fucking sneak pyro in, I'm all there for that. Mm-hmm. You know, the eighty odd year old bloke that's been going for fucking seventy years, I'm all there for that. All the disabled fans, people that are taking families, and all the rest mm-hmm. of that stuff. So there's a place for every single one of those people inside the stadium. Mm. Um, but for me, like, yeah, it'd be fucking fantastic to see. If you had a hundred thousand as well, you can do that because your mm. match day income is going to be bananas anyway. Yeah, yeah. And especially if you do, if you do extra cheap season tickets, mm. but you make um, because I know the Red Army have been doing like quite a, a lot with the um, beer selections and things like yeah. that, and I think they might even get cheaper beer or deals at least on beer uh, in the Red Army sections. Now, if you had a whole singing right. section which had like a mad array of beer or yeah. deals or something like that, D- different food, like, they'd be again, in the mix. Stuff yeah. needs they'd be right either. in the mix. Yeah, the food, the food all traffic's in it. An embarrassment. To yeah, it is. I mean, not, uh, you're not going for that, and I know people will be like, "Well, you're not there for the food." You're not. You're right. But when you look at every other facility across yeah. the fucking world, yeah. is is just doing better than you know. Yeah, it's not a case of yeah, we want Heston Blumenthal behind the fucking stadium or whatever. But you want why be the worst of everyone? Yeah. What you know, there's no pride in having just the most basic offering, is there? Yeah, no. Especially when you're meant to be the biggest club in the world. Well, that's it. We keep hearing that. United love to trot out that phrase. Mm. Uh, United the biggest club in the world. United the biggest club in the world. Fucking act like it once. Mm. You know, for once, like, Gary Neville mentioned it, didn't he, when he was talking about director of football and he was talking about best in class. Mm. Every category United are in, mm. from ticket prices to atmosphere to the fucking grass at Old Trafford yeah. to what sort of fucking goalposts we use to the floodlights that we use to the stadium announcement tannoy system to our mm. slope of our tunnel it should be the best everywhere yeah. it it's should like, be the best experience for everything yeah it sort of reminds you of America where you sort of everyone there is like it's the best country in the world but then you look like 
Where are you on all the lists of everything? You're not yeah. at the top of anything. Anything? No. Apart from jails. Yeah, well at the top of that though. Well Smashing at the top it, of that. 10% of all the uh, incarcerated people. I, in the I world. love that the land of the free is literally the least free country in the world. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> it is I love a bit of irony like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Old Trafford needs it needs that liquor paint. More than a liquor paint, obviously, it needs a lot, really. And it, and the thing is, it, they could just take that, all the, all the stuff that's like thin metal, like corrugated stuff on the outside, like that does look dated and it does, and when it, when it rains, water falls through on people's heads. That's no excuse. unacceptable, isn't it? Uh, speaking of unacceptable, um, have you got Spotify Premium? <laughs> Free Google Nest, mate. Who wants a Google Nest? That's my question. Uh, part of some bad sounds of things. Everyone in there this morning walked in. He's got a Spotify Premium. It's a free Google Nest. What is a Google Nest? It's like a hamster with a speaker in it. Right, I have a Nest thermostat, and we also have the Nest camera in it. Mm. Right, I like the Nest camera. It's yeah, uh, I like the the, the Nest. Oh yeah, you spy on us with it, don't you? When you're not here. That's what I do. Touch um, yourself at home. Not, the not all the time, <laughs> um, but I'd say like what well, eight out of ten. Yeah. Right. So I would say the the thermostat I've got is pretty mm. cool. Especially, like I said this before, though, when you're lying in bed and you go, I can't be asked getting up, it's freezing. Mm-hmm. Boom, I can bang the heating on from my phone. That's quite good. That's very good. Uh, it's also linked up to my uh, Alexa thing as well. Mm. Um, so you can say, Alexa, set the heat to 22. That's quite good. And she'll be like, don't know what device, can I? Oh, you fucking bitch, Alexa. Um, but yeah, it, it does work. And um, it's pretty fucking smart like that. Um, I have one of those Alexa tower things. It's pretty mm. loud. It's good for playing music. I don't usually play a lot of music at home. I play it on that and have my headphones on. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm feeling a bit frisky, um, we'll bang it on on that and have a go. I don't know what the Nest is. This is not sponsored, by the way. I don't know why the fuck you brought it up. Well, because everyone's going mad that you get a free Google Nest. It's worth 30 quid. <laughs> and like, I will sell it. What, to the 15 million people across the country who've just got a free Google Nest? Don't need it. I don't need it. I think my wife's got um, Spotify Premium. Yeah, get the Nest. We've, we've diverged on that there because I'm Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Oppos- they say opposites attract. That's not, not always the case, is it? No, it's not. Um, which WWE wrestlers do you reckon you could fight? All of them. Beat? All of them, except the ones who've got a martial arts background. But what? Right, I know you say this, but here's something they have over you. Because this is, this is linked to Triple H for some reason doing a video to Declan Rice saying, please yeah. stay at West Ham. What the, what the sh- fucking shit has that got to do with absolutely <laughs> anything? It's like, stay here, build a legacy of this franchise. Um, he said franchise? Of course he did. Well, fuck him times. then. I'll fight him right tonight. Well, because he said you could beat Triple H in a fight. Yeah. Does he have any martial arts background? He's got a sledgehammer. Right, that's not a fighting He's got discipline. pedigree finishing move. <laughs> he's got all the pecs in the world. Right. And here's the thing, right? He's 51, so he's older than you, so he's stronger than you. I said that to you before, but you didn't seem to accept it. Yeah. Um, also... He's definitely got... Here's some things he does have, for sure. Height. Height. Reach. Reach. Mm. Stamina. Okay. He's definitely got the stamina on you. Because getting up, because you have to go upstairs to get into that ring, for starters, <laughs> and you might be tuckered out. So let's say he doesn't have a, a martial arts background. I'm choking his ass out within two or three minutes. But he's so strong. Yeah. Which means he's massive, which yeah. means it's just... That's just a case that you've got to ride the bull until he fucking gets out. He's got good out. cardio. He's got better cardio than you. Yeah, but he's a professional athlete. When you're fighting someone off versus it? someone just fucking sitting on top waiting for you to gas out, I, I could do that. Snorlax style. Hmm? Um, next up then, um, <laughs> we're going to be looking at uh, that cash. Let's know in the comments who... Because um, he's got like... Like, it was, I think, very much proven CM mm. Punk can't fight for shit. Yeah, but you aren't Mickey Gall. Wait. And the sheer goal of me suggesting it is offensive. Wait. 
He had two years training with Duke Rufus daily. <laughs> he did do that. Yeah. He so got... the, the day he walked into Duke Rufus, I'd have fucking mullered him. Do you think? After two years, he can probably fucking hang a little bit at least. He could beat you after two years. I would, thought, I would, have, I would like to think so, yeah. Two years of daily. You'd hope so, wouldn't you? Two years of daily. Yeah, he got absolutely CM Punk. But to be fair, he was unlucky that uh, Mickey Gore was like sort of a top 25. Also, it's not just that, because it's the manner in which you lose. Like, anyone can turn up to anyone and lose. That happens on a regular basis. But the fundamentals of him was just like... He couldn't move properly, could he? He would just look like, what are you doing, Arkin? Yeah. After two years with an elite coach. He looked totally unathletic, like he'd never used his body before, let alone that was his whole job for 15, 20 years. Um, so you could beat CM Punk up. Confident. Oh, this is incredible. All right, then. Obviously, we're not even going to say Brock Lesnar because you're not going to say no, that. No, because he's like a shaved gorilla. What about Batista? He's uh, a, he's he has a, he's had an MMA fight and, he, and he, he didn't look terrible in it, although I, I'm not 100% sure that that was a, a legitimate bout. Um, no, but I'd, I'll probably put him as a... Uh, uh, probably not. Probably not. Because he's also six foot four and yeah, he's also it. Yeah, he's also pisses purple. He doesn't <laughs> quite have a neck either. It's just all sort of punched no. and tucked. So that's difficult to choke someone out with Hard no neck. Hard to choke someone out with no neck, isn't it? Um, Kurt Angle, absolutely not. What about this Cash guy then? Who? Someone called Cash has been bought by someone else. Go on, did you get a pun? Yeah, I got one. Cool. Uh, who is it, first of all? Someone from Forest. Yeah, he's from Forest, 14 mil. Let me have a look. Well, apparently, who's he gone to? Because the pun is very central to around. Let me have a look. It was, on, it was it. on my alerts. Aston Villa. Yeah. Agree 14 million plus add-ons with Nottingham Forest mm-hmm. for right-back Matty Cash. Well, if they, um, if Villa are planning on using overlapping full-backs, then you might get Cash in the attack. Tick next to that one because I think that went down really well. That did. That went down really well. Uh, are you upset that Thiago's going to Liverpool? Is that on? It looks like it might be back on again. All uh, the big boys have stopped talking about United going to uh, even going to United and they're talking about Liverpool again. Yeah, I think I was saying not getting excited about him coming to United because I never felt like it was on and it very much did feel like a like Liverpool are fucking about. Mm. Oh, United are interested. Mm. What trying to get Liverpool to cough up? Yeah. Which is, um, we found out, because I spoke to a fellow from Holland, um, it's called Geert, uh, he said that United basically hurried up with Donny van der Beek mm. this week because uh, Spurs and PSG became on the scene. So we do know that, like, mm. oh, someone else is interested, definitely makes you hurry up, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> it's like feeling jealous of, like, when you're texting someone, some girl, and you're like, oh, you're pretty sure, don't, don't Alex fancy her, you're like, when are we going on this date then? I see how it works. Basically, football transfers, isn't it? Dating? I'm going to write that down, actually, because that's, that's true. There you go. I threw up the word India for some reason. Um, so, so, Thiago's so, <laughs> so, going to Liverpool. United have got Van der Beek. Wait, wait, wait. You need to explain this. I, I don't know. My, my hand just went India. I have no idea why. Um, Thiago's going to Liverpool. United have got Van der Beek. Um, Upper Meccano's gone cold, as Dido once sang. Um, I'm wondering why. I... United are meant to pay for a centre back. If it's not him, who is it? Dunk. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. What, from thingy? <laughs> Brighton or whatever? Newcastle? I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah. Go on. It sounds like a thing, doesn't it? Because we need someone. We're not really linked to anyone. This, all these links came right off the back of the Van der Beek deal, didn't they? Do you think that's, that's just like. Because there was a point where we know, obviously, from doing what we do, that 
I think everyone just got completely fatigued with transfers generally. Like, as you know, everyone likes watching transfer videos. We like watching transfer videos. We like talking about transfers. But there was a point when... Well, there was no info. It seemed futile. There was no new info. Yeah. The Sancho thing sort of fizzled out because, I mean, there's probably still stuff going. Um, there's still stuff going with Say Sancho. It. Say <laughs> it, because I don't even know what you're hinting at. There's, it's not dead. Sancho's not dead. Sancho's not dead. It's not dead. But, at the end of the day, if United don't cough up the money, well, then it never happens. Got so, to buy the ticket to win the lottery, mate. What do you think then? Because what I was going to say is, it seemed as though that all of these other links came out very shortly after the Van der Beek thing because journalists and people had seen that, oh, there's an interesting transfers around United again because one has happened. Hmm. Now we push these other two because... No, I don't think it's like... Think oh, it's there's in, no, I don't think it's like there's interest. I think there's movements. Mm. I think there's conversations and movements happening and um, obviously there was some talk of... Uh, United's fucking negotiation team flying to Germany after concluding the Donny van der Beek stuff. Mm. There's a lot of fucking players in Germany. Might be yeah. Sancho, might have been up in Cano, and it might have been people. Might be Thiago. Guess, yeah, might have been yes, people just purely guesstimating on the back of what was going on with that. Mm. It might have been nothing. Mm. It might have been uh, where's a cola base there, mm. the the fucking kitchen yeah, yeah. gaff that we that sponsors us. Might have just been a great flat white for Ed Woodward or something. Yeah, you know maybe. What I mean? Berlin's known for its coffee. Or, you know, or pretzels. Oh, like a pretzel. We went to Cologne though. Schnitzel? Maybe a schnitzel, yeah. Good aftershave. All right, yeah. Presumably. Do you want to do this? If there's not a Cologne district in Cologne... There must be. Come on. It's got to be. Yeah. Is it named after that? It must be. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, let us know if Cologne's named after Cologne. Because Hamburg's named after the... Um... The other way around. The burgers. Yeah. Burger boys. Yeah. And Frankfurt. Named after the... And sausage. Wiener is in Vienna. Is it? Hmm? No, it's not. What, well, Vienna is in... Like in Italy? No. Austria. Austria. Sorry, same thing. Um, Vienna in Austria is where the the wiener is named after. I think so. Let me, let me is it? That. Let me Google that because that might. Is be there a, a town lot. called Hot Spicy Vienna? Is there a Perry Perryville? <laughs> <laughs> I hope there is. Perry Perryville must exist somewhere. Is it Portuguese Perry Perry? Apparently Portuguese slash South African. Right, that makes sense. Um. The German name Wiener comes from a dialect pronunciation of Wagner, which is related to the English word wagon, which indirectly to wagoner, which means wagon driver, which means Wainwright, wagon maker. What about the sausage, though? Um, so some bloke with some wooden wheels made yeah, a sausage? Maybe. German... I'm going to Google sausage in that mix and see Just what Google sausage. Up. Robert... Nobbert Wiener. Robert sausage. Oh, let's, let's keep walking. Nob Wiener, his name is. Robert named Wiener. after the capital, yeah. A Vienna sausage of German origin named after the capital of Austria. Wiener. Mm. Do you like that German style sausage? Where yeah. they're, really, they're quite abrupt in their size. Yeah. They've got a snap, I like the snap. But they're very thick, aren't they? Yeah, I like that. Went to Hamburg for a mate stag do. Dressed mm -hmm. him up as a gimp. Fantastic. Like, right? Honestly, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't breathe. I was laughing so much. Did he voluntarily get in? Uh, and how, well, how sort of restrictive was the outfit? I saw a picture. I mean, not now. Okay. So um, I bought him um, a wrestling singlet. Okay, yeah. Good start. Which was basically just the straps that and the shorts. show wears. Yeah. Um, and then like a leather vest thing mm -hmm. and then a zipped full-faced leather mask thing. Mm. Um, what, real leather? Was, yeah. No, Fancy. it wasn't actually. It was, it was definitely pleather. Um, we went for two nights. I got him a German milkmaid's outfit for the first night and then the gimp for the second night. Mm. 
and he absolutely shafted me because he was he um we didn't get there on time for the Friday night. So he was like, I'm not getting changed now, I'll just do it tomorrow. And then when I went to go and get him gimped up, he was like, Well you might as well wear the German milkmaid's one, won't you? So we ended up like skipping back through. So Hamburg. you bought yourself a German milkmaid outfit and pretended it was his, so you didn't have to feel guilty. No, I mean, I w if I did, I wouldn't be asked. I I, I joined in some choirs that were going on. Did you? It was on Christmas. Time. Did they allow you in? Uh, they were just like in the streets and singing. They just turned and laughed. Is uh, your singing voice better than your shouting voice? Because I've heard some of this Paddock FC stuff, and if you're going, Silent Night, it's not going to have gone down well, is it? I'm not a great singer, John. <laughs> you're not. No. Really? No one's really good at singing, are they? It's hard to be good at singing. David Bowie was. Yeah, he was very good, actually. Do you think, I think, I would say like 70% of women can hold a, a tune. Yeah, women seem to just have a like natural knack. But to almost every man I know is horrific, like painfully bad at singing. I wonder if it's just because they've got nicer voices. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but anyway, I was in oh, Hamburg. Sorry, go on. Um, absolutely off my box on um, German lager. Love it. Mm -hmm. um, and I found the smallest, table. honestly, it was like the size of this little thing here. So it was like a counter and a bit of a space for you to sit at the, like the bar. Mm -hmm. And it was like um, a sausage with a bit of tomato sauce on it. What, a sausage the size of this? this, this? No, no, like the oh. whole establishment. Oh, it was right. just like a tiny little bar I thing. I didn't know that bit. And then you get a little plate with a bit of tomato sauce on it mm -hmm. and, a, and a sauce on it. And it was fucking belting. I whooped it, finished it, stepped outside, turned around, I was like, oh, what are them sausages? What, just pure <laughs> sausage, no bread? Nothing. Just oh, no, there might be a bit of bread. Sausage on a plate, like that, mm -hmm. like jelly on a plate style. Do you have the mustard with it? I think that's traditional, isn't it? I didn't have the mustard. I just had the sauce that it came with, but it was mm. fucking. I do like a, a wiener. Do you like the ones from the um, the ones from the Christmas markets? Joe likes wiener. Uh, they're all right. They're over. They're overstated. Stephen's four years old. They're overstated, mm. and they're about eleven quid. Yeah, but you get a mug with some mulled wine in it that you can Don't give like back. Wine. Do you not? No. It's like sweets in it for adults. It's just shit. It's like Milton Haribo's. Took a diesel to uh, Christmas markets one year. That was a bad idea. Took a dog to a Christmas market. Yeah. Did he, what, is he not a big fan of like olives and like roast potatoes and that? No, but he is a big fan of snatching fucking them hot dogs out of people's hands as they walk by. Orf! Just bite, like jumping up like a cartoon, running away with a string of sausages in his mouth. It was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, that is. <laughs> it's too crowded. Nightmare. I mean, yeah. it won't be this year if it's even on. It won't be on. There's no way they can have that on. <laughs> Surely they can't have a, a travelling market coming that goes all around. Does it Europe. come around Europe though? Or is it just bloke from Droylsden with a wooden hut in the back garden? Yeah, because I think a lot of them are like, is Sally's Prince that she yeah. took over the Derwent Valley. Yeah, that's true. Cheddar Gorge again. That's mm. not German. Yeah. I don't know. I don't mind the Christmas markets. It is a bit... There's a lot of Santas with like fake snow that's been dusted on them. Wooden stuff, like wooden geese and like if you're looking for some antlers yeah you ain't gonna you you'll be you'll be satisfied and surprisingly a lot of like tulip seeds and stuff a lot of like plant seeds Never seen them before. all that big 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 nutella pancakes nutella bars <laughs> you gotta move from nutella pancakes crap earrings that your mum don't like <laughs> trust me <laughs> don't get your mum earrings from the christmas market because they're shite and they make her ears go green and she's mad at you um <laughs> with envy though maybe I don't know uh, speaking of envy um, obviously Chelsea are buying everyone and then Nan I think that's illegal but you can buy someone's Nan um, United have got Van der Beek there was a, a building of unrest amongst United fans up to the, the, it's not like United fans that hit, the, the hit its peak sort of Friday and then we signed Van der Beek on the Sunday and that seems to have dipped now there seems to be a bit more goodwill going around speaking of Christmas spirit um, are you expecting more deals? 
If so, when? Because we we also need to get rid of people. I've got Chris Smalling, who's been linked to Roma again. He's like he's meant to be on another deal. I don't Rather, know this. I don't off. know this. This is more of a right off the cuff. Could it be kind mm. of thing? Which is, if we've got a set amount of money in the bank, ready for yeah. or you know on fucking tick, ready to to spend this summer. Mm. Is some of that reliant on outs? Mm. The wages should have been cleared by now because we've got a lot of the wages of late. Lukaku, Young, yeah. Sanchez. Um, so is there a couple more outs? Maybe a Smalling, maybe a Matter. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of people like that. Is, is there a couple of more that will allow us to know what we've got? So if there is 40 million for an upper Meccano or similar player, if there was um, X for mm. Y, um, and maybe we were waiting to do the big one, the one that's going to cost us the most at the last minute when mm. we know what we've got to play with. Yeah. Like, because if we're saying to Dortmund, you know, they're going 121, 21, 21, 20, and we go, look, we've done these sales, we've done that, we've done this, we've got 105. Mm. Will you do business with us? Yeah, and also there's that thing of like, as much as United tend to pay what they wanted in the first place, but if Dortmund are sort of sat there thinking, we're saying 120 because that's what we want, but really we know United want him. So they're going to pay what we want for him. If we do leave it till the very end of the window, Dortmund might go, hang on, maybe they actually will not buy him. And I know it's, it's, it's all a bit sort of, you'd think they could just get it done based on the fact that it's mutually beneficial for everyone to get this deal done. But maybe a bit of pressure like that will yeah. change the fee. Or maybe I don't we know. don't have 120 million. Yeah. Or, 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 more likely, they're not willing to spend 120 million. Mm. I think that's the more likely of the fact that we've got it or not. Because I think United have got quite a lot of credit in the bank. They must have it. They must have that. We've spent, we, we take enough out and we, we make enough money and we, we don't spend as much as the biggest earners in the world, uh, as the biggest spenders in the world, and we earn more than almost all of them. So the, there has to be some money there. So oh, I hope we do get it. someone else. There's got to be at least two more, I think. I think there's, some, I, think there's I wouldn't close the door on Sancho just yet, but no. No, as long as it's done before the end of the window, sound. Better than nothing, isn't it? Are you surprised that we've not been linked with any defensive midfielders? Especially now Van der Beek's sorted. Yeah, a little bit. I think Van der Beek's going to sit in a couple of roles. Yeah. That's what that guy I was chatting to the other day. That makes a bit more sense. Because he is very versatile, and I think that versatility is needed, mm. to be honest. Um, as we saw towards the end of the season, where it's just like, we can't fucking yeah. play anyone. But now you've got someone like Van der Beek, you can go throw him in, give Bruno the night off. Mm. Next week you can give Pogba the night off, and he gets two games. Mm. All right, different roles. He's not going to excel in either of those roles by moving around all the time, but... It takes the pressure off, and it's someone that you know you can turn to and rely on. Mm. That's got the ability. Um, you know, he might not be as good as Pogba or as good as Bruno in either of those two positions, but he's better than McTominay and Pereira. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing in it. And and we were talking about the podcast, like people saying he's a squad player. It's a lot of money for a squad player, but Pereira's a squad player, and he played thirty-five games last season. Like, you need your squad players to be good enough to play in any game. Didn't Greenwood play more games than him? A second, only behind Maguire, yeah. Appearance-wise, his minutes were way down. Because, yeah, yeah. But yeah, exactly. So we need someone. We definitely. I am surprised because Matic seems to have. We've, it's pretty obvious at this point when Matic doesn't play, that balance isn't there, is it? We've seen that every single time he's not played since January. So I'm surprised he's not been linked with anyone like Thomas Partey. Seems to be going to Arsenal or on the way over there. But seems like there has been a couple of bargains of late, doesn't there? Mm. He's one. Um, Van der Beek at the price we've got him for, undoubted bargain. Mm. Uh, which makes you know the the whole talk of Jack Grealish for eighty million. You can understand why the club are going. Well, no, mm. you're not worth that. No. And as much as fans want to kick off and say just fucking pay the money, 
I agree. I'm not fucking against you in that, but you've mm. got to understand that. Unfortunately, we are a fucking business. We are a business with a fucking eye-watering debt attached to us because of our owners, and we have to furnish that debt first and foremost. Sadly, and and I don't think that the Glazers' priority necessarily is to to go out and to be world champions like we would like to be. I think they want to um, maximise their income and minimise their outgoings. Mm. And it, that, for me, that's at odds with how you run a football club. You yeah. can't run Especially a football club one. for profit, yeah, in, in the way that they do, and they are doing and have done for 15 years. Um, they've spent a lot of money of late, but they turn off, off and on that tap all the mm. time. It's not like a constant building towards something. Like I said, there's not been any money spent on, on Old Trafford. When, you know, when I sat down and interviewed uh, Martin Edwards... Um, and we was talking about Old Trafford, you know, from from '89 um, when it was, you know, the Stretford End mm. was standing. They were standing at the bottom of most of the stands to like the early 2000s when the Glazers took over. Just in that 15-year period, think of the development. Constant development. Yeah. So we went to All Seater. It became the Bowl mm. um, when it was a, I think it was a 40-ish thousand mm. sort of attempt. Uh, um, Maximum capacity. Then for Euro '96, they fucking increased the North Stand, stand. uh, made it up to 55, and then he added on the the top half of of both the Stratford end and and the scoreboard end, and and that made us up to I think 67. Mm. Then we filled in, um, or we started work on filling in the the quadrants um, as the Glazer takeover happened, and then that was the last bit of work that was done. That was 15 Mm. years ago, and you think in the 15 years that preceded them coming, we went from. Essentially, you know, like fucking Charlton's ground yeah. to the best stadium in world football. And in the 15 years that's preceded it, there's been no investment. And in you it. look as well, like we said before, Arsenal have got a new ground. Tottenham have got a new ground. Chelsea are about to get a new ground. City have extended the council house. City extended the council house. West Ham have got a new ground. Like I know they haven't all built them themselves, but like it's not like everyone's going, stadiums are fine. There's not like a world consensus. Scousers have gone bananas on it. Yeah, house. exactly. And like we said before, Inter and AC are getting a new ground. Like... We're going to be left behind if we're not careful. And we're not, yeah, it just stuff needs sorting, doesn't it? But hopefully, Woodward's stuff of we can do things in the transfer market that other clubs can only dream of. What do you think they dream of? Just dawdling. Like the chief executive of Everton waking up going, oh, I wish we waited till the last minute to sign people. Like Man United. Interaction, do. Joseph. Look at the interaction. Are they counting all the negative interaction in the interaction? Definitely. When they put their portfolio of the Sancho deal together, and they say, since January 2019, this Sancho to Man United has had you know, 70 million interactions. Or yeah. And 55 million of them was hurry up and fucking fuck signing for fuck's sake. 55 million of them was Romano going, they want to sell, they want to buy, but they want 120 million. That's just, that, that tweet repeated 150 million times in the last six months. <laughs> Should we make a t-shirt of that? Oh, I'd love to. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to get Sancho in there. It would be good, wouldn't it? It'd be perfect. Sancho. <laughs> got a few texts to send if I can get that deal over the line. We should. Did what do you need to know when people are like, let's do a crowdfund? And there's like eight people and they've raised 40 quid, like 100 million. <laughs> if we all chip a quid in, yeah, we do chip a quid in by it's, TV, watching it on start, telly, going for to starters, matches. It's, it's kind of wild because you you don't know if the player, I mean, all right, maybe in this case it's different, but generally, those mm. like the Ronaldo fund, yeah, you yeah. don't know if Ronaldo wants to come. No. You might be able to afford a transfer fee. In your wildest dreams, if this crowdfund goes perfectly, mm. he's paying his wages. Because you've just saddled the club with... A second with, crowdfund. You've just saddled the club with probably half a million a week. Yeah. Like, 
they're a bit mad, aren't they? Yeah, they're good though. They're funny, and they never get even like a grand. They get a, they get a few hundred quid from the the bloke and his mates who started it. And then everyone's like, no, let's not sign that. And all that, you know, like we all pledged to buy a shirt. Cool, Adidas mm. was rubbing their hands. Because yeah. a lot of people don't you know, realize get like that. five quid off a shirt. Yeah, uh, not even actually. United have been. Pay- Here's the crack. United get paid up front from Adidas with that fee that they pay as a licensing fee. And then if we get, I think it's over two million shirt sales, which we generally don't. I think in the summer we signed Ibrahimovic and Pogba. We got one of our most ever, which is about one point four million shirt sales. Mm. Obviously, it doesn't include all the snides. <laughs> Just includes the legit Being sold ones from like. Yeah. You, you've seen them all over Twitter with people fucking sharing them um, and then we get a bonus if we sell like an obscene amount but mm. like we've essentially had our shirt sale money up front off Adidas Adidas will rub the fucking hands at it yeah. but the club generally isn't getting that cash so what can we do nothing and also that, like I said before the, when you're saying like oh we all, if Man United have got 500 million fans if we all chip in a quid we do by having a Sky Sports subscription and by buying shirts and going that, to matches. Can we just kill that myth straight off the bat, right? That study is so flawed. No. It's hilarious. No, we've got 500 million to do and the they all die for the 660 club. million was the thing here. Whatever. But what it was, was it's like, I think like a thousand people in several locations across the world were shown the Manchester United logo and said, do you, here's the, here's the wording, do you recognise this? Yes. Right. Now, if you're a City fan, do you recognise the United logo? Nope, never seen it in my life. That's or a I'd Liverpool say. fan, yeah. or a Real Madrid fan, or a Barcelona fan. You go, yeah, I know who that is. Mm. Doesn't mean you're a fan, and they extrapolated that and went, there you go, 10% of the world supports United. And if that is the case, you're not even getting a pound a year out of all your fans. And when you think, like, I'm putting at least a grand in mm. with my season ticket and you know, kit or whatever for the little ones, like, you're, you're, you're not earning enough out of your fans. You can't get a quid out of a fan. <laughs> yeah, but most of them, mo- like, statistically, don't live in a place where you can go to games. Don't probably have a way to even interact with the club, even if they wanted to. Of course you do. What? Manunited.com. Right, well, okay, supposedly you've got Indonesia, massive country loads. Mm-hmm. China, massive country loads. Uh, India and Bangladesh, lo- uh, and America, massive, massive countries with loads of United fans. You can't pull a quid out of them. Here's a quid. That's what I'd say. Email. Email from Manchester United to India. Here's a quid, lads. Sorted. One each. We'll no. buy Sancho. We'll get a bucket. We're doing a crowdfund. You go around the office. Do a whip round. We're doing a whip round see if we can get a billion quid to buy that United. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? It would be fun to own Manchester United. It would be so funny. But do you know what, though? Unless you do what Sheikh Mansour's done, mm-hmm. they hate you. Mm. And there's pretty much only Sheikh Mansour can do what Sheikh Mansour did. Mm. Even Berlusconi poured money into like Milan, and they still hated him. Leicester owners, he was Leicester owners are well, a little enjoyed. bit of a crook. They were, but they still poured money in, yeah, like, yeah, not yeah. to shape Mansour levels. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he seemed like the guy that passed away in the helicopter yeah. crash. Yeah, he was and his pretty well liked. Were very good around yeah, they were pretty well liked. Um, but universally, I mean, even Martin Edwards, mm. you fucking tight-fisted bastard, mm-hmm. like he took the club out of like poverty almost and made us this brand. He was a massive driving force in that. And um, and just got shit for it. Fergie's good. I've been I'm listening to Fergie's autobiography again. Um, Who narrates it? Some Scottish guy with horrendous Portuguese <laughs> accents. Because when he does any of the Carlos Queiroz parts, he just goes. Does the accent? Yeah, he does accents. He also interestingly, when Fergie says, "Oh, and I got a phone call from David Gill," they make it sound like a phone call. Well, like, well, David, and then the other, all that noise. I used to love that on Basil Brush. <laughs> <laughs> Someone so, always like moving the phone away because it's so loud. Uh, yeah, that's what he does. 
mm. a little bit of production value. Don't really need it. No, absolutely um, not. At all. And his accent's not Fergie's accent. Because Fergie's accents are very, very unique. It's not Glasgow. I mean, mm. it is, but it's it's not. No. It's, it's like Andy Tate's Manchester, but it's fucking not. Mm. Like, there's... It's his own his own beast, and there's mm. some words that Fergie says that only Fergie says because he reads the uh, prologue in in both. Well, I've got that one and that one. So I've got leading and my autobiography. Yeah, um, I've just been listening to both of those lately, um, and he reads the pro- prologue in both of those. And um, his accent is it's Fergie's accent. Mm. He, he can't replicate Fergie's accent, and it feels like the guy reading his his, his autobiography is trying, and it's annoying me. It's mm. taking me out of enjoying listening to it because I'm going. Just you read it, mate. Not mm. I don't try and be Fergie reading it. Just fucking read it, and especially don't try and be Carlos Queiroz. Because no, that's, that's fucking that makes it annoying. Funnier, though, I think. Does it? Do you hear? It, do you hear him going? Ring, 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 ring. Hello, hello. It's like um, they take all the bass out of it. So it's like yeah, <laughs> like an old wartime. Like stay inside. <sighs> Fuck's sake. Fantastic. But yeah. So you're not going to sign players then until we're sorted. I think we'll get some in, yeah. I don't think Donny van der Beek will be the only one, but you know, we've been shafted in the past and incompetence is high. Incompetence is high. Right. I think that was a nice little podcast. Cheers, Adam. You're welcome. Um, Adam should be back for the next one. But, but who the fuck knows? I did, I did a little stand I've enjoyed this. I can see why people like it, <laughs> just from being sat here. Yeah. Uh, 80% of the audience fucked off after the first, what, however long talking about yeah. working at Wave? <laughs> yeah, but if you've never been to Wave in Manchester, they might go now. I'm going to. I wouldn't. I mean, we're going to just as an we're experiment. Gonna, yeah, take me down there. Show me around. I wonder if, imagine if there's still people you work with working there. No, there's not. I'm the manager now, Steve. Look. Can't be. Look at the back. Can't be. It'd be so funny if there was, though. All right, we're fucking going. See in a bit. Sports Social Podcast Network.